Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Well, hello, it's Lindsay and welcome to today's Magical Midlife Podcast. How are you today? So today is a slightly different episode. I wanted to talk about uh, dealing with change, which you might think, oh, I kind of think I'm a bit accustomed to that now, having had so much of it in the last two years. But there's a couple of things that have come up. And so I wanted to share with you the process that I use when I'm working with clients to help them kind of get ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? When I say about getting getting ahead of change and dealing with change. So let me give you an example of what I mean. So you, I don't know if you've faced it or probably somebody you know has faced it where they've been made redundant. And invariably when, you know, it's a big shock and most people are really kind of, you know, a bit floored by it and go, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? How am I going to pay the bills? And then when you really start digging into it, or you actually remember conversations you've had over the last six months, it's really actually what they've been asking for. And they're like, oh, God, I've been looking for a new job. I want a new job. And then the redundancy comes along. And it's almost as if it's happened for them. Uh, and it allows them to you know, really start thinking about, okay, now it's time for a new job. And actually, I was pushed rather than I jumped. So when I coach people, I work with them to help them kind of set their compass almost to get a direction because by getting a direction it means that you've got somewhere to aim so you may have heard about um the whole philosophy of you know you get what you focus on so an example of that is like don't think about a blue tree so the only thing that you can think of is yeah you guessed it a blue tree um and so when i work with people to try and negotiate or navigate, not negotiate, to navigate change. It's all about setting a direction and then what do we need to do to kind of get where you want to go. So I'm walking that path at the moment. I've walked that path many, many times. And on a personal level, I'm walking that path right now, which is why I want to share it with you because I am literally drinking my own Kool-Aid. So it seems like never a better time to explain the process. Now, you can do this process just with some basic guidelines, or of course, you can get help going through this process because some of it is a little bit more easy to resist, and therefore you don't quite get to the bottom of what you need to. However, you can still do it at a very easy level, and you can apply this to any change that's going on. It could be a change that you want to make, or a change that has kind of been forced upon you, because we've all had a bit of that, I think you may have noticed. Okay, so this is the process that I use. It's a five-step process, um, and I'm just going to walk through it with you. And it's it's based, well, it's not based, because I sort of worked with this process a long time ago, and I've developed it over many years. But then since I did the shamanic training, I've really, let's say, updated it or deepened it into more of a spiritual element to it. So it works with the medicine wheel as well, with the shamanic medicine wheel. But it's not purely the shamanic medicine wheel, because generally the people I work with aren't ready to jump straight into the shamanic medicine wheel and follow it, because it involves a hell of a lot of surrender. And that process of surrender in itself is 
pretty challenging <laughs> because if you've had a life whereby you're quite used to controlling and you know you maybe had a job where you control things you've been in a management position or then you've raised a family you're controlling a family you're controlling everything for everybody it's pretty difficult just to go oh that's okay I'll just surrender it you know fine in theory but in practice yeah it's pretty hard so I've based this process and I've used this with men with women um, with people who are quite spiritual and with people who are, you know, engineers or business consultants. And they're very, let's just say real world. I'm doing air quotes here, real world focused. So the, this process, so there are five things. And so if you can make notes, I don't know if you want to, I will be posting about this anyway. And you're going to see this stuff coming up in my social media all the time. But the first process is the expand process, the expansion and so the little picture, because you might be easy, it might be easier for you to remember this. The picture that I always use for this is the hummingbird. And the hummingbird on the energy wheel, the uh, medicine wheel, I'm sorry, is north. And it's not normally where we start, but my process starts there. And I'm going to tell you why, because that means it'll make sense to you. So the expand process, it really gives you the chance to go dreaming and to use your, you know, what is it that I really want? And it's not necessarily, you know, what do what particular job do I want? Or what house do I want? Or what relationship do I want? It's more tuning into how do I want to feel? How do I want my job to make me feel? Or how do I want to feel about my job? How do I want this relationship to make me feel? What sort of new experiences do I want to have in my life? And therefore, what do I need to do with a job or relationship? finances or whatever to enable that to happen. So I'm not asking you to come up with the solution because that's a bit difficult before you've actually done the work. But what I'm asking you to come up with is some ideas of the sort of things you want. It might be I want more freedom. Uh, I want the chance to be more creative. I want to be working with more people or I want to be working with less people. Almost putting together like a shopping list. Now, one example that I I can absolutely share with you because I've been there and done it is when we first started thinking about moving to Canada, we wrote a post-it note of what did, what are the things that we wanted our life to, to encompass or to bring us. And we wrote it down on a post-it note one night. And in fact, some years later, when we were unpacking and when we'd moved into our house in Canada, we looked at that shopping list and it was remarkable how much of that was actually sitting right in front of us. So it might seem like, you know, an airy fairy, oh, I'm just going to do a vision, but it really does have some gravitas. And I'm going to show you the steps to give it that gravitas. So it's a bit more uh, real and concrete than just like, oh, you know, I'm going to make a vision board. Now, I love vision boards, totally believe in them. Uh, and I also believe that you've got to put some real words, real world stuff in there as well because otherwise they do seem a bit airy-fairy. So the expand phase is number one, and that's your hummingbird phase. Just from a notes perspective, I ask you, you know, what's your dream, your soul's whisper, or your calling maybe? If you could create a new life, what would it feel like? And if no one else was influencing your decision, what would you do, have, or be? So that's a, a, a lovely way of putting it. What would you do, have, or be? That's different. So that's number one, first step. Lovely, no attachments, no anything. You can just, you know, vision away, be as creative as you like. 
So that's your expand phase. And that's an expand phase that I have done and I'm living, have lived with or am living with the uh, results of that. But it's also now a process that I'm going through again, which is pretty much 15 years later. That's why it seems so pertinent to give it an update, give my, you know, my process an update, because just like you, my life has changed a lot in the last few years as well. Some of it was by choice and some of it wasn't by choice. But I absolutely know, as you do, when you start to feel that things are off, you know, you could call it out of alignment, you can feel like you're uh, lacking in goals, you're lacking in inspiration, you don't feel like yourself. A lot of it is just because what the life you're living is kind of outdated for you. Um, and before in other episodes, I've talked about how this also is related to anxiety, that anxiety is a really good sign that you are not living in line for where you are now capable of living. You need to get rid of some old, hang on, hold on a minute. I'm jumping ahead of myself to here. So so number one, that's expand the hummingbird. Number two is the emerge phase. Number two is often the, the, the bit. Number two and three are the bits that people need help with. Number one, expand. Everybody can get creative. And actually, the more creative you get, the better. But number two is emerge. And this is where it um, changes around on the medicine wheel, because we go right down into the south right now, which is emerge like a serpent losing its skin, a, a snake losing its old skin it's outgrown its skin and now it needs to move so the questions that I ask you there are what old habits and beliefs do you need to shed so you can move on so some of that might be it might be it's time for you to get rid of the the job or it might be time for you to get out of the relationship or time for you to look at how you are spending your money or investing your money or not investing it's just your old habits you know are you always driving the same route, then it makes you feel bored at the beginning of your day? Are you going through the same discussions with your kids? Um, or you're complaining about the same things over and over again? So what is it that you need to get rid of, or that you need to change, or you need to let go of? And a lot of it, of course, is clutter. This is a great, great time to think, right, I need to feel free. And therefore, what I need to do is actually get rid of a whole bunch of clutter. I mean, we just had this conversation with somebody last night and we were laughing about now that we're this sandwich generation, that you're looking after parents and you're looking after kids. And are you doing the same things that you're facing with your parents? So, for example, if you are at the stage where you've either had to clean out your parents' house or you can see it in the near future, are you actually just, you know, building up the same amount of stuff in your house? And if so, then <laughs> this is a classic one of what old things do you need to get rid of in order to allow you to move forward and to be free. So you can take this at whatever level you like with number two, the emerge phase. You can take it at the level of I just need to get rid of some clutter. Fair enough. It could be just getting rid of some actual physical stuff or, and this is where people need help, you can go right down into your belief systems um, some old hang-ups, some old triggers. So, you know, every time I hear so-and-so's voice, it, you know, it makes me feel a certain way because that's an old trigger. So that's the sort of thing that I can really help you to actually unravel so you're free of those triggers. Or, you know, when my husband says this or talks about a career change, it makes me feel guilty or you know, the kids say this, and then I feel like I haven't spent enough time with them. So if you know that they're those sorts of triggers that keep coming up, 
that's the sort of thing that you might need to get some help with because you might not be able to actually just do on your own. So that's number two, emerge phase. Number three is the explore phase. Now, it sounds like, oh, exploring, right, this is getting really interesting. You know, where, where are we going to go? To put this in really real terms, okay, so as I said, I'm going through this kind of after a 15 year of moving to Canada and now we're saying, okay, now it's time to move again. There's, you know, we, we want to have a change. So many other things have changed. It feels like it's time for us to change too. And so the explore phase, we have actually just, we're really getting into. So done the expand phase, done the, you know, dreaming and visioning about what you want, done the emerge phase of through my shamanic training, did so much clearing out and obviously doing regular energy work to try and clear out stuff and also getting rid of a lot of stuff. And that's also an ongoing process. As I know, it's an ongoing process. It always is. Anyway, so the explore phase is quite fun <laughs> and takes a little bit of courage because that's when I really ask you to be brave and face the shadows and face the stuff that you've been holding on to. You might also be brave enough to reconnect with a part of you that's been shut down. So it might be a part of you like your younger courage, your younger confidence. It might be that that's been shut down just so you can, you know, cope with real life, so that you can manage the kids and get your work done. But what about that creative part of you? And that's really when I talk about, you know, sort of unleashing a wild woman within you. That's what I'm talking about. There is a part of you in there that is your joy, your creativity, your energy, it's your life force, your spark. I think that's, you know, that's why I talk about my website. It's your spark that's waiting to come out and it's been dimmed. So in this third phase of Explore, I'm asking you to really try and find who you were when you were doing something in your life that you really loved, that you really enjoyed, and you felt like you were the fullest. It's a bit of a a personal development phrase, I guess, but when you were the fullest, most vibrant version of yourself, what was that part of you that might not be showing up right now or that you might need a few glasses of wine in order to allow that part of you out? You should be able to live with that part of you. You shouldn't need to have to, you know, dig it out with alcohol or whatever. And I'm asking you in this phase to allow that person to come out and to be seen. And so a lot of people actually, especially within all of our midlife interviews, some people are really finding that part of themselves just by stepping into midlife. And they're they're saying, yeah, it kind of feels that it's time to let her out again. And that's also one of my beliefs about the menopause is that that spark, which you could say relates to the hot flushes, um, that spark, that person is waiting to come out. They are ready to come out again now because they know it's time. So I'll do another whole episode on the menopause and uh, really re-releasing who you are because it is basically like a second puberty, I believe. Anyway, so that's number three. So it's the explore. So, so far we have got expand, emerge and explore. And expand is the hummingbird, emerge is the snake, the serpent and explore is the jaguar. So the jaguar is, you know, stealth, walking through with the soft pads, tracking her prey, tracking what it is that she wants to go after, but can do it all with stealth. So nobody else is really seeing what else is going on behind the scenes. 
So that is your inner Jaguar. Now, the fourth step is where I kind of break with the medicine wheel a bit, although it kind of encompasses the whole thing all in one go. And that's actually earth. So earth in the sense of earthing electricity. So you're bringing it all down into the earth. You're bringing it all into reality. So, so far, what we've done could be seen as quite emotional, quite spiritual, quite visionary. This is the part that's really helpful for people that have had time managing. Uh, When I say managing business, managing home, managing finances, whatever it might be. This is the part that really grounds everything into, oh, this is actually a reality. So whilst you're looking at creating this newness in whatever area of your life it might be, the the fourth phase of earthing allows you to think about what structures do you need in place, what support do you need, what resources do you need, and also what sisterhood do you need? What people do you need around you? Because a coach of mine many years ago, and she said, you are the only one that can do this, but you can't do it alone. And that's so true. You need the support of somebody else around you. It might be your partner, it might be kids, it might be family, could be friends. And if not, then that's what you can use social media for. That's what you can use my group for. So you can really tune into people who are going to encourage you and to push you to be your bravest self rather than to remind you of limitations because that's no use whatsoever. And that is something that really harnesses the essence of my soulful adventure living uh, kind of ethos is all about I would encourage you and push you to be out of your comfort zone which again is something I really pushed myself to do last week. So last week I went to BC because we're looking at, is that our next life chapter? Which is exciting. I mean, we're not moving country, but we're moving province to the other side of the country. So it's still a pretty big move. We don't have any family or friends there. Um, And as I say, we've built roots here for some years. The things that I really pushed myself to do were... Um, things like treetop trekking. I've done that loads of times with the kids. And I have to say, it's not something I love. However, you know, you feel great after you've done it. But, you know, the whole being up really high, the heights, I don't love it. (laughs) Got to be honest with you. And I did it partly because my 13-year-old daughter's like, oh, come on, mum, let's do that. And I'm like, okay, absolutely. I know I need to do this because I don't feel particularly comfortable with it. I know I'm attached to everything with wires. I know I'm safe. I've done it a hundred times. I know I'm safe. I don't particularly love it. However, I, this is something I need to do. And just like there was a zip line, thousand meter zip line. Oh my goodness. Really didn't want to jump off. But as soon as you jump and then halfway as we were over the canyon, it, there is this realization of, holy cow, this is so cool. And then, of course, when you finished it, you're absolutely elated. So it's just like when you push yourself to do any new experience. Once the dust has settled, you look back on and you're really proud of yourself for doing it. And actually, you realized it was quite fun. So that was my my last week of, uh, it was a real exploring week, actually. And then now I needed to bring all of that into down into the earth. So, for example, if we do want to move to BC, given that we've done all those other steps. Right now, I really need to look at what structures, what support do I need in place, and how do I make that happen? Because now we've got to really look into the reality of, you know, the finances and the timing and the housing and what about schooling. 
So this is where we really come into the reality. And what I'm going to say is this reality, some people might go, oh, but that's when, you know, you kill the dream. And it's not killing the dream because you haven't got anything invested in it just yet. But this is the sort of thing when you've put so much energy behind it already because you've done the first three steps. When you've put your energy into this and you've cleared out the old stuff, it's almost as if you've got this sort of brand new path to walk. So actually doing the work to make that path a reality, it feels empowering, it feels fresh um, and actually quite fun. But it does mean because you've done all the clearing out that you've got the energy and the enthusiasm to do something like this. So that's the earth phase. And the earth phase is the best friend of any of you who love to stay in control of stuff. This earth stuff will make it all very real. There is no woo-woo attached. Um, it's almost the place where people are comfortable because that's what they're used to managing. The other th three phases before that can be a bit uncomfortable. But this might not be easy, but it is comfortable. Okay, and then we move on to the fifth step. And the fifth step is, this is the zipline step. This is the bit where you actually, you have to jump. <laughs> Go, okay. So for example, for us, when we first moved to Canada, the earth bit was like, okay, so I needed to sort out rental accommodation and book the flights so we could get here. And that needed to happen in order for me to then do number five, the step evolve, which is, to make the jump, to actually make it happen. You can do all of your planning and yet there is that one final step that makes it happen. So that is, you know, flying to wherever or buying the new house or leaving the relationship or getting into a new relationship. Whatever it might be, there has to be that step which means you know that this new thing has happened. And also, by the time you get to the fifth step, because you've done all the groundwork, the fifth step actually doesn't feel like such a big jump. You're just like, oh, well, finally, it's here then. So this thing that previously, if you hadn't done all the groundwork before this, these four steps beforehand, you'd have gone, oh, well, you know, that might be so nice. Or, oh, if only. Well, we're not worrying about if only anymore because you're there. You've done the work and then you can achieve incredible things because you're prepared to. Does that make sense? So that is my structure that I use um, on my Wild Woman Unleashed program. And as I say, you can do this because it's five very simple, well, simple. <laughs> it's five, it's broken down into five smaller steps. And each of those steps can be as big as you are prepared to go with them. And obviously, however deep or however far, or however extreme you are prepared to go with them will reflect in the fifth step, which is how big is that dream that you wanted to achieve? Expand hummingbird. The second is emerge with the snake shedding the skin. Number three is explore with the jaguar, the, the real stealth, you know, getting into the shadows. Number four is the earthing phase. And the picture of that is a tree because you've got to ground stuff down into earth. And as you allow the branches to grow up as high as you want to go, you still got to ground down into the earth. And also I can help you to do that. And then number five, the final step is evolve. And that step is an eagle. All of these steps, they are still in line with the shamanic work of the medicine wheel, but I've just kind of jiggled things around slightly because I know it's very difficult to let go and truly surrender. I hope that helps you deal with change. We've all been forced into all sorts of unusual change. And 
my goal is to help you to lessen the aftershock of change. Because when something happens really suddenly to us, invariably the aftershock is greater. If we have prepared and we've worked and we've done the groundwork up to a big change, that big change, actually, by the time it comes, you're kind of, you know, you're excited to see it. And it doesn't feel like something that's, you know, traumatic or too much for you to bear. So you're ready for it. And, you know, do we all really love surprises? No, not really, Uh, especially if we control freaks. So this helps you to lessen surprises and to push yourself to be more of, you know, who you want to be in the life you want to lead. So I really hope that's helpful. Please come over to the Facebook page, to Soulful Adventure Living Facebook page, uh, and Lindsay DeSwart, you'll find me through that as well. Or come over to the website, soulfuladventureliving.com. Please feel free to message me. If you need help with these steps, you've got questions about these steps, I would really love to help you with that. And then make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share this podcast. Anybody that you know is going through some major change or is struggling with some change that has kind of been forced upon them, please refer this podcast to them if you think it's going to be helpful. Okay, so I've talked a little bit more than I normally do on my solo shows. So thank you for staying with me. Thank you for listening. And I thoroughly look forward to seeing you in next week's episode. So take care and keep living your magical midlife. Bye.